Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives. Your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm Tanya Summerton and I'm your host. I'm actually the Divorce Angel. So I have a business that helps people work their way through the process of divorce. But not only that, what I found when I was going through my divorce was that there was no emotional support. There was no one standing by other than my family and friends who were doing their best to help me. But the problem was they really didn't know what I was going through because it wasn't in real time. What I do with my clients is going through it with them in real time. I'm dealing with this situation day in, day out. And to be honest, it's my dharma. So if you don't know what dharma is, it's like your purpose. It's the reason that I'm here. Every day I get up and I am so grateful for the absolutely beautiful people that I work with, but not just that the help and support and the little bit of information that I think that I'm giving them that can make such a massive difference for their life. So today I wanted to talk about unveiling the real things that are holding you hostage. So if you've been listening long enough to my podcast, you would know that early on, the very start of my podcast, so going back to number one, we talk about the actual fundamentals of getting divorced. So the lawyer, how to structure all of your information and everyone else you need to get through this harrowing time. But as the podcasts have moved on, I've got more into the emotional side because let's be honest, what's money? That's the truth. What is money? Money is important because it helps us buy things. But you have to ask yourself, at the end of the day, would you prefer to be really, really rich or would you prefer to be happy? It's an interesting subject because I've done a lot of research on this and there's so many rich people out there that seem to be so unhappy. And what I've realized is when you're happy, there's no value you can put on that. So you can actually put a value on the dollar, can't you? You know, every, whichever country you're from, the dollar has a value. But how do, as an individual, do you put a value on your happiness? Because doing the spiritual work also that I really love to do I've come across some people that are incredibly happy and as a side effect of being incredibly happy have become quite wealthy. And they haven't come or they haven't become wealthy because of hard work, to be honest. The wealth has come from ease. It's been easy for them to get wealthy 
as a side effect of their happiness. So I wanted to talk today about unveiling the real things holding you hostage because it's really important. And it's something really close to my heart because I want each and every person, I want you, I want everyone around you, I want you to have a ripple effect on the people in your life. So if I can give you a little bit of information that will make you happy, then you have a ripple effect on your children, on the people you work with, on your friends, your colleagues, everyone. And that's what's so amazing about us as human beings. Because we are conscious humans, we have an effect on everyone around us. So it's so important. When we're happy, we make other people happy. So I may have talked about this before, but I just want to go over it again. If we could imagine that everything in our life forms a boundary around us. So I'm talking about how we've grown up, the school we went to, the church possibly that we attended, our family, the football team, even, you know, the government, whether it be, um, you know, who, who, that, who your parents vote for. All of those things, what they start to do is they form this box around us. They become our beliefs, they become our stories, they become our identity, and it's also what keeps us trapped. The information is sometimes, you know, I know with my kids, they their identity is, oh, well, we barrack for this football club, or this is the area that we live in, or this was the school we went to. When I listen to them, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I never ever realized the boundaries I was putting around my children. At the time, I thought I was doing the right thing as a mother. I thought I was sending them to the right school. I would be taking them to football training or basketball training or netball training. And all of those things I thought was teaching my children how to be really good adults. I was teaching them how to be a team player. And here's the thing. We parents think that we are doing the right thing. We think we are helping our children become the adults that they need to be. No different to what your parents did for you. But now, when I look at not only my life, but I look at my children's life, I can see that their opinions and their beliefs and the stories that they tell, indirectly the stories that they tell, because let's be honest, they don't know that they're telling a story. And maybe you don't know that you're telling a story because I know for a long period of time, I never realized that I was telling a story. So we're not talking about a Disney fairy tale here. I'm talking about things that we learn as children. So for me, if I can give you an idea of some of the stories that I learned, was my dad often said, well, money just doesn't grow on trees, Tanya. You can't just have that. You've got to work hard for what you have. I even learned from watching my mother and father who who divorced and did have an 
Well, I can really recall them having an unhappy marriage. When I think of what their marriage was like when I was growing up, it was unhappy. I remember I can even feel the tension when I would walk into a room and the two of them were in the room. Now, today, my parents are good friends. They talk on the phone. They've got grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And there's no animosity between them, but there's certainly no love either. There's a friendship there and a respect because they've brought children into the world, but there's certainly no love. But the good thing for me now looking back on all of those years is I don't feel the animosity when they're in the room together. I actually feel like they've got over all of that and there's just a respect that they have. And so I try to also do that with my children. So when I'm in a room with their father, I make sure that I go out of my way to actually be nice to him. And to be honest, I've really got over it all. I, um, oh, well, that's not true. Let's just stop there. I want to be honest with you guys because that's what this is about. Let's say, let's say I'm 90% over everything. I think that's a fair call. There's probably 10% even now, 10 years on, that when I see him, he might say something and I might feel some sort of triggering emotion because I recall what it was like when I was married to him. It doesn't mean that I need to live in that space anymore because I don't have those triggering emotions at all because my new marriage is far from the same as what my old one was. But the point that I'm trying to get across to you right now is when you go through the motions of your divorce, you're going to have a story. You're going to have a story about whether it was all your ex's fault, whether they didn't try hard enough, whether marriage is just difficult, whether, you know, you failed, because that could be something that you're telling yourself. But we all have a story about our situation. So really, I want you to think about this. I want you to be honest with yourself. What is the story that you are telling not only yourself, but the people around you about what happened? Because we all have one. Now, the key here is inside this box that we live in, where we have these beliefs and we have these stories and these identities that we've grown up with, inside this box is actually where we live. But the key to a successful divorce is being able to look outside of the box because the instructions for a successful life are on the outside of the box that you live in right now. So if you could imagine, here you are sitting down and there's just a, you know, a cardboard box. Imagine it in your head right now. You're sitting down. There's just this cardboard box. You can feel the roof. You can feel the floor. Your legs are squeezed up against your chest. And that box is the four walls that you live in. That's how you make all of your decisions. It's how you make all your choices. It's what you say to other people. It's what you even tell your children. Because around you, that box is your life. It's everything you believe. 
And this is the hardest part. The hardest part is that the box, it, while it's keeping you trapped, the box is only cardboard. But it's like this imaginary force field that's keeping you where you are right now. Now, if I was to say to you right now, your new life starts tomorrow and it would be so easy, you would have no fear, it would be exponentially the most amazing, the growth, the money, whatever it is that you want, the happiness, the new love, whatever it is that you want in your life is on the outside of the box you live in. What would you do? Would you remain where you are right now? And then the question I have is, if you are prepared to stay where you are right now inside this cardboard box that's quite cramped and it's keeping you prisoner as such, it's keeping you hostage, how much is that costing you? Is it costing you years on your life? Is it costing you happiness? Is it costing you freedom? Is it actually costing you money? Because is it costing you money because you're not out there doing what you're meant to do in the world? Because here's the thing, the world needs us. The world needs all of us to be our full potential. So are you doing everything that you could possibly do right now? Or are you stuck inside this box? And that's the question that I have for you right now. Are you stuck inside this box? Now, I can't get you out of the box. Only you can get yourself out of there. But I can tell you right now that if you are hostage in your life, the only person that's keeping you hostage is you. Your stories, your beliefs, what you think is real. But freedom is on the outside. So what, my friends, are you going to do about it? I really want you to think about all of this right now. It's pretty hard to comprehend. Hopefully it's made, well, triggered something in your brain to make you think about what I'm saying because it's really important. And I want you to succeed more than anything else in the world. I want you to have the ripple effect that you were born to have. But that starts with you. Okay, well, that's it for this week. It's been a little bit deep, but hopefully it's given you something to think about. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.